Welcome to Frax Check, your weekly Frax Vibe Check. I'm your host, Capital K, and I'm joined by my co-host, DeFi Dave, and our producer extraordinaire, Mr. Sam. And we will be going straight to the source of truth via checking the chain. But before we jump in, please gently, lovingly tap that subscribe button on the flywheel because we need you to get to our march to 10,000. Also, please subscribe to our Substack from flywheeloutput.com and follow us at Flywheel DeFi on Twitter and Telegram. This week, boys, this week, I call this week up only. Let's mostly, go. Let's go. Most, Let's mostly, go. <laughs> mostly, most, mostly up only week. As the name suggests, this week things are bumping and it feels good. And feels good, man. It feels good. And for the Frax check, as always, we're going to jump right into our flagship product, ZFrax Stablecoin. And here we have a nice itty bitty bump of about 1%. Just a little bump. Just, just, just itty bitty bump. It's like a nice 10 million bump. So I like that. Good to start. The next slide, we'll talk about the peg as always. And it was kind of bumpy this week. Uh, to be honest, look at how jagged that is. We got to a high of 1.03 and the low was uh, 998. So which, which is quite interesting. Uh, but obviously, we had to go into the market and check it. So we swapped 100 million of fracs for USDC. And you received an exchange rate of 9988 freaking strong in my opinion next slide we'll talk about the collateralized ratio and the decent which is uh kind of topical because it's the topic of conversations now and we have a little bump <laughs> of uh, 30 bips to 92.3 so i guess it's moving one way and then on the right hand side we have the decentralization percent and that's been pretty much stagnant for the last geez i i, I don't even know like six fractions or so so that's that's kind of where we are. Uh, nothing new here, but I do want to go on to the next slide where we have <laughs> our Frax BPTVL of almost five hundred and forty million dollars, up one point seven percent, up only. Say it with me: U P O N L Y. Oh yeah. And on the U-P-O-N-L-Y. volume side. U P O N L Y. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and on the volume side, we have 40 million monthly volume and February is not over. We still got a week left. Just for context, January had 12 million volume. Okay. So we, we, yeah, we, we lapped it a lot. All right. Um, one second, one second, Sam. And then here uh, on the next slide, we have a yield and bribe section where I break down what the yield looks like. So we see here the APR is 2.66%, which translate roughly to about like 550K for a, a pool of this TVL. And for that, Frax paid 271K in bribes. Now, what's interesting is this 271K spent incentivized $731 in liquidity. So mm. said differently, for one dollar of bribe, we got seven hundred thirty-one dollars of USDC liquidity, which is quite rich. Does this change a lot week to week? I, it, I know we talk about it week on week on week, but um, I forget what it was last week. It's been creeping up. It's been creeping up. Frax been 
pretty much paying the same while the TVL is growing. That's good. Yeah, that is it's, it's, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, but also, also, we've been pumping, so the APR is still the same, even mm-hmm. with the increase in TVL. So I don't know if in the you know parallel universe where we are not bumping, if if we we're able to do this. But anyways, uh, for the month of uh, February, we paid 562k in bribes. And we incentivize $352 on a monthly basis. So here uh, on the next slide, you'll see. Hey. Ta-da! Oh, wow. Finally. Oh the my last God. Time. No, Lee. The last time that we're ever below or ever below. <laughs> I hope so. Pre-pull TVL, right? <laughs> oh. Jesus, like, like, look at that. Like, that's just pain. Let's see. We go all the way back to September 13th, guys. Like, that's just pain that we've been in just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was a moment where I lost hope in November right there. <laughs> and then I'm that glad. was the bottom. That, that was definitely was the bottom. I'm, I'm pretty sure I called that episode Max Payne. Um, so, anyways, let's, let's just take a moment and... Rejoice, but guys, as as always, getting to the top is much easier than staying at the top, right? As evidently previously, where we we rocketed for two weeks and then we died. So let's let's. Uh, I'm not jinxing anything, but I I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Um, anyways, as a reminder for uh, the meta pools TVLs, these are pools being paired against the base pool and an example is like LUSD, Frax BP, ALUSD, Frax BP and on the next slide you'll see that we hit oh shoot sorry before that here's the breakdown of the three pool in the Frax BP and the Frax 3 CRV as you can see the interesting thing this week is that Frax BP only gained like about 9 million in TVL but the three pool lost like over 25 30 million in tvl whoa that, repeat that yeah so so frax pool yeah. gained and then three pool went down by Dropped way more a lot hmm. way yeah. way more way like way two more. and a half That's times why, more yeah two and a half times more so people are choosing to go in stables but choosing the frax bp stables that's pretty good the super stables nice. that's what we want to see yeah super stable yeah that's what that's what we do want to see. And uh, Frax three CRV chilling out at five hundred and fifty mil. Um, I wonder when that's all going to get migrated over. You know what I mean? Eventually, like, we'll see. Yeah, eventually. But anyways, uh, like I was mentioning earlier, we have some meta pools data for you here, and these are the stable pairs of the meta pool. And we are at a nice crisp eighty million dollars for the week, and that's what represents the four percent bump from last week. As you can see in the graph, we once upon a time hit that nine-figure uh, golden frontier, and uh, we're chasing our way back up there. But we were there so briefly that I don't even remember. So let's hopefully we'll hang out there much more next time. And as always, on the next slide, I'm going to take a look at some yields and some bribes that we paid for such yields. As, as you can see here that the LUSD pool is still paying out 7%. Um, as compared to last week's about 10% or 11%. But the note thing here is TVL went from, I think, 18 million all the way to 
46 million. So wow. it, it increased like about 30 million ever since, you know, uh, I last talked about it on a week ago. So I'm glad you guys are paying attention and getting after that nice, sweet yield. Appreciate that. Uh, another interesting observation here is um, tell me if you guys notice one centralized exchange stablecoin missing from this list. Binance. Correct. Correct, DeFi Dave and our producer extraordinaire Sam. It is Binance US dollar, BUSD, basically lost 90% of its TVL over the last week or so. Um, and if, if you're a Binance believer out there and a CZ lover and you think there's a chance, I think it's a great spot to be to earn some outsized returns. Um, it, it's pretty high APR right now. I'm not going to talk about it, but if if you guys do the homework and go see yourselves, it's, it's quite nice. You're not going to give away that alpha on here. <laughs> yep. No, <laughs> I got to let them do something. But for the current bribes that we paid for these meta pools, we were actually quite freaking amazing we broke the 2k mark meaning for one dollar spent we incented two thousand dollars of metapool tvl so remember mm -hmm. guys these are other tokens paired against the frax base pool so i'm not including the frax bp tvl in this only the pure tvl that's being paired against the base pool and as you can see here we spent 40k and then we got 80 mil in tvl that's where the ratio comes from. Uh, for this month so far, we spent 90K and got about like nine, $900 in liquidity. I mean, pretty good that's ROI good. in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Just a quick reminder. Stable pairs are not the only pairs that could be paired against the base pool. And as you'll see on the next slide, we have wow. an increase of 38% on non-stable pairs. Wow. So shout out to all the non-stable projects out there seeking some nice juicy liquidity for their community. So again, say it with me. U-P-O-N-L-Y. Oh, yeah. U-P-O-N-L-Y. Oh, yeah. Can we, uh, can we do some technical analysis on this chart? So it broke out <laughs> above all-time highs. It pulled back yeah. to the previous all-time high. And now yes. it's continuing its next leg up. <laughs> oh, I, I love that we're price TA'd. discovery. Price TVL discovery. It's in TVL discovery. It's in TV. Dude, you heard it here first. TVL discovery. It's in TVL discovery right now. And it, plus, there's a ton more to go, right? If you think about it, that's only a um, hundred million in TVL on on base pools. So we have like another four hundred to be paired against. So come get it. Come get it. Um, as always, I take a look at the yield and the bribes we paid for the meta pools on the next slide. And you see here, Ohm in the Frax base pool has been PG chilling at 38% for the last, like, I think three Frax checks. So if, if you're in this pool, like you're earning some really consistent yields, uh, granted it is a little echo bubble we have right now. So you might not want to be stable. Um, cause almost been like about 10 bucks this whole time. So, I mean, at least that's that for the 4 million folks for the 4 million TVL that's in there. And for the uh, non-stable pairs, as you can see, we have even greater, uh, liquidity to bribe ratio of almost one to 2.5 K. Let me say that again for $1 spent in bribes, we have 
2.5k in liquidity. Wow. Bang for your buck. That's really good actually. Bang. Dude, that's that's phenomenal. I I really think okay, I have an idea for what to um write for 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 a Substack article uh for us. I I just got I just got an epiphany here. Um make sure you guys subscribe to that too by the way, flywheelalpo.com. But anyways, and that is where we are at for the meta pools. I'm going to give you guys a nice summary slide here on the next one. You'll see that we have, again, like I said, hit past that nine-figure meta pool TVL at 102.3 million, up 10% from the last week. And guys, you know what else is up only all the time? And what else oh, also oh, passed oh, 100K? hundred number, the hundred number, the hundred number has been ringing this whole thing, and that is the Frax ETH, baby. We passed a hundred thousand, and we are at a hundred thousand nine hundred and sixty-seven Frax ETH. Wow. That represents a six point three percent bump from last week. And guys, this is this is awesome, right? This is awesome to see this, and we've been kind of covering Frax ETH. For, for for quite a bit now and it's just so good to see a graph that looks like that <laughs> you know that graph about, is insane that is insane graph because it's not even slowing down yeah no it, it, yeah. it isn't surprisingly TVL to discovery. me it's like i see the percentage <laughs> <laughs> this is in tvl discovery mode but the interesting to me is like we percentage wise we, we are slowing down a bit uh, i've noticed it for the last three frags check we went from like you know 10 8 to 6 but Nominally, I think we're still growing at the same clip. That's why you see it, you know, still vertical mm-hmm. like that. Um, now, I do want us to hit some exponential growth. I wonder if there's like this inflection point where we, we really just explode. You know, is, is is there a catalyst point for that, Sam? Probably Shanghai. I mean, Shanghai. Yeah, Shanghai it has to be Shanghai. I mean, that's coming up in like a month, right? Give yeah, because everyone who's like staked. You know, we'll be allowed to unstake and they'll have choice and agency on a choice, a choice that they may not have had before. And so with (laughs) this new option presenting itself, it seems like the most attractive option. So I think after Shanghai might not be immediately after Shanghai because of those withdrawal times, but maybe like three to six months, it'll probably be like a still like a slow grind, steady, but slow grind up, maybe not so slow. Um, but we'll see. Maybe like around Shanghai because of that news, a bunch of mm-hmm. ETH just gets dumped in and deposited. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, I think the goal would be to have over a million ETH staked by the end of the year. End of the year, um, yeah. End of the year, yeah, yeah. I think wow. the, um, you know, we were just talking about pools um, and they're starting to see like everything else is starting to grow, right? 22% up on the week. Last week it was about at 4,000. Was there any idea about like where that fra- where that frax ETH is going? Dude, I like just just frax ETH, right? Just chilling frax ETH. I have no idea. I have no yeah. idea where they are. And... Probably in like Velodrome or in Athena. Oh yeah, yeah, like all the stuff that's on BSC or something. You know what would be interesting is um have you guys heard anything about like a frax ETH frax base pool pair? Yeah, that was rumored or like like hinted at in our curve cap interview. Yeah, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the next big thing that should come, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're wondering like where where can you or like a tri crypto pair, right? So once we get Frax BTC, like 
I think for, like the tri crypto pair is the holy grail. Yeah, that's Damn. gonna be really dope. Frax, Frax ETH, Frax BTC, all in one basket for you. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> or can you have like a quadruple pair with a FPI on there too? The yeah. Frax stablecoin pair. Yeah, that would be great. The quad oh. crypto pair. <laughs> quad quaaludes. We're just like <laughs> somebody should make like an FPI FPI stick Frax ETH pair, but. I just don't think you could get gauges for that, right? So, like a a frax ETH frax base pool pair would definitely get a gauge, but um, you know, stick frax doesn't get gauges. Yeah, but FPI might give you some FPIs love, uh, yeah. so you might get some gauge there. But that was a little alpha draw for those that listened intently. Um, but anyways, but as uh, Sam so astutely pointed out, there's a increase a drastic increase in folks just chilling in frax eth which i have no idea where and frax eth and chill i i, I do want to point out though guys like you see there's a now a divergence between s frax eth and the curved lps but what is interesting is the apr is still pretty much the same on both sides so i think frax is at a point where if they want to decrease that s frax eth kind of target they need to crank up the bribes a bit because we're 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 hitting the the cap numbers. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's yeah for the bribes because we're paying basically seven point seven percent for a convex AMO or, or, or the the convex pool, and then seven point four percent for the stake frax eve. Mm. So it's like it's getting to a tight spot. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, uh, as always, frax eth is a stable coin, so we got to check the peg. So on the next slide, you'll see here that the peg is pretty much as good as it can be. You know, like I'm feeling giddy this episode. I don't know about you guys, <laughs> but like, you know, 0 0.9999 for the listeners at home. We are 0 0.0001 away from being flat frax ETH to ETH. But as always, you know me, I'm a stickler and I got to go into the market and check this. And with the largest Frax ETH holder, which holds 3,500 Frax ETH, if they were to come in and smash the pool, and look at that, it is still just 0 0.9984. It is a very, very strong exchange rate. Um, I wish I could do the same for a death, the largest death holders and see how the curve pool holds up. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to work on that. And then done that for uh, for UST back in the day. You just, you just, <laughs> <laughs> you just read my mind, kid. You, I uh, was thinking that while you were saying this, I was like, well, I wonder what Steph is. I wonder what Ari yeah. is. Actually, no, Ari yeah. is like always above. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Steph is the the person because in my mind, is it bad that I already in my envision us flipping Ari and like Lido is the only real oh, game there. <laughs> that that I'm yeah. thinking about, um, and yeah. then just quick quick snapshot at the TVL here. We have 140 million in TVL for the curve swap pool, and then on the next slide, as as Sam just showed you, um, we have the market share landscape. And I switched it to using the DeFi Llama instead of our boy Structures Dash Dune Dash because uh, DeFi Llama includes Coinbase Wrap Staked ETH. And I, I just wanted to loop that in there just in the off chance that, you know, Coinbase is forced to have all that unstaked. And those users will now have a choice, as DeFi Dave said. 
and we do wonder where where they would go but you see here that lido is still the absolute dominating player in the space owning 73 percent of the market share but frax eve owns only 1.4 percent so a long march to get to where lido is though we are growing at 46 percent on the 30-day change so we are pretty much 1.5 xing in in 30 days um, hopefully we can keep this up but like i said we're getting to a fairly large size now that i think that might be a bit more challenging but let's see let's see i i definitely remain hopeful as frax eth seems to be the product that everybody's loving but uh one area that Frax ETH is already dominating is in the yield department. As you will see on this slide, we are offering a nice and sweet 7.4% to all the SFRAX ETH stakers out there. And the closest competitor is StakeWise offering 5.2%. So, I mean, I would imagine in a free market, people would just flood over here to, to get some of this Frax ETH yield. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just really not being able to withdraw thing, but also they're liquid, right? You could just swap it for another, uh, swap it for ETH and just hop in here. So I don't know. There's some friction here for sure. Cause it's been this way for the last four, six frax checks that frax ETH is just paying magnitudes more than the other competitors. Yeah. Did yeah. you put in the, um, can we go back one? Right. Oh, you did here. Yeah. Yeah. I just think the, the most amazing metric about all of this is just the growth, right? 30 day change. So we've done 50% almost in 30 days, uh, mm. which is incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. 1.5 Xing every week, mm. 1.5 X, 1.5 X. Yeah. Know? So like I, I did the dirty math and if we were to keep on 1.5 Xing and you know, rocket pool stays the same, we would flip rocket pool in like four and a half months. <laughs> Yeah, that's so my summertime. That's my birthday treat. Is a flipping oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Floor. We talked about yeah. that. We talked about that. Okay, nice, nice. Dave will Dave will do something. Uh, I'll do something. Put in, in the Paris. comments. Put put, <laughs> put in the comments. What would you like Dave to do in Paris? You know, DeFi Dave in Paris. It's gonna be a music video. Um, <laughs> round two. Anyways, round three. Yeah, go ahead. Round three. Let's 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 move on uh, to the sam's favorite product um everybody can guess it it is the f to the p to the i and we see here that the fpi supply is at 82.2 million the inflation uh the annual inflation index just got updated to 6.3 previously 6.4 and the fpi is now actually over pegged by almost one percent because it was pegged to the 6.4 previously and now it's going to have to do some of its mechanics to get rid of that excess probably flow back to the treasury and speaking of treasury it is at 87.7 million uh clearly way above where it needs to be for the frac supply ever for the fpi uh backing and of well, that actually can we um mm -hmm. can we i'm just gonna drop this here right can, can you see this yep let's, let's do some balance sheet review right um mm -hmm. i actually got some feedback from one of our Frax Check listeners who said that uh, one thing that we're not doing is leveraging the balance sheets enough. And I, okay. I just want to point out one thing, right? So let me just zoom in here, right? So 
this uh, this is up to date as of when we're recording this, which is five or seven p stream, like as of this block, which was just as like, a block. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> one minute ago. As of one minute ago, we have full and complete transparency into where uh, FPI is right now, right? So uh, this these numbers that you're seeing right now are like less than one minute old. Uh, so we can and you know the point that, he, that the point that he was making was that no other uh, protocol or no mm. other company in existence has had such clarity into its balance sheet. Um, and that's only possible because one, Frax has everything on chain and actually two, also Frax has everything on chain. There's no, there's no off chain assets. And, and three, yeah. Frax has everything on chain. Frax has everything on chain. Yeah. So we can- Oh, but, we... but also fourth, Frax has everything on chain. <laughs> Uh, so we, we can have complete transparency into um, what's happening for the protocol. And we can say definitively yeah. that we have like $5 million in excess uh, profits, which yeah. uh, uh, we'll figure out with the FCR how much we'll go back to FPIS. And, um, you know, I think that this is just, it's so incredible, right? So we can see like mm -hmm. how, how much of all the, where the FPI is, how it's distributed, into the different pools, right? So, um, you know, F most yeah. of FPI is in the FPI Frax uh, Convex yep. LP. Uh, you also have the FPI token balance, but majority of it, 78 uh, millions in the Convex LP. Uh, and that gives us liabilities of $87 million or asset liability, or sorry. Asset, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, li liabilities down here to FPI is that. Yeah. Uh, and then we have this excess, right? Of the uh, mm -hmm. controller pool uh, and then all the other assets. So really interesting to see how these balance yeah. sheets are going to change uh and um it's yeah it's it it like a new standard incredible. yeah be, be, before you change i i want to also highlight um the reason why frax is able to kind of do the balance sheet like this for fpi is it's it's still frankly the least complicated product in uh frax's you know suite of products so i'm glad that they started immediately with some transparency, disclosure, and reporting at the center of the, the product. They have the balance sheet for Frax ETH as well. They do. They do. Um, so, Sam, if, if you want to go into the, the Frax ETH balance sheet real quick, just to show the people how to check that. Yeah. So, we also have Frax ETH balance sheet here. Uh, do mm -hmm. you want to do it in ETH or in dollars? Let's do it in dollars just to keep it the same. Or ETH. ETH oh, guess, yeah. yeah right? no, ETH, so, ETH, ETH, ETH is important. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, there's... 17,610 Frax ETH in the treasury. The mm -hmm. Frax Minter has 541 uh, Frax ETH. And then um, the Beacon Chain has 82,984. Uh, mm -hmm. So the Beacon Chain is already what's staked. Uh, the mm -hmm. treasury is that 10% that's been held back for the uh, Frax ETH ETH pair. Uh, mm -hmm. And then um, I'm not sure what the Minter is. Uh, oh, so it's ETH uh, held within uh, the Frax yeah. ETH Minter. Okay. Uh, and then we have liabilities. So we have uh, on-chain assets of uh, 101,136, and we have liabilities of uh, 101,062. So there's a a positive uh, excess 70. of 74. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. really cool to see. But if we go back to um, going back to FPI, right? Another cool thing that we can see is the revenue uh, month mm -hmm. to month. And I actually I actually just found this out. So for February of 23, uh, as of like right now, 
the, the, the last block that this was taken for. We have excess pro profits, or sorry, we have a profit of 88,848 um, plus $52,608 unclaimed rewards, um, which gives us a, a total income, does that match? Of, uh, no, that's already been, that's, it's already been calculated out. So there's 88,000 excess profit from uh, FPI, which is great to see. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's working. It's, let's just say it's, it's working. And it, with the inflation coming down, it's actually very helpful for the treasury because the exactly. treasury is going to outpace the inflation no matter yeah. what. Oh, hopefully, no matter that, what. And, and that's kind of like the virtuous cycle with FPI as well, too, is eventually like you hope that your treasury gets big enough where the interest on the treasury then starts to kick over back into uh, back into VEFPIS, right? Yeah. 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 That's the goal. That's the goal. Um, like we mentioned, this is Sam's favorite baby. So, you know, <laughs> make sure you guys make sure you guys pay attention to FPIS. Uh, but on the next slide, you'll see us talk about the Frax Len product. And we saw a pretty nice bump in TVL here. I think we went up almost 30, 40 million in TVL over the last week. Um, what's surprising is the borrowed stay pretty much flat. Okay. And that led to a decrease of 77 point, uh, the de decrease of 5% to a 77% utilization rate. And the utilization rate is simply how much was borrowed divided by how much is available to be borrowed. All right. And I like to use these two graphs here on the bottom to kind of symbolize uh, or rather to as a proxy for the confidence and adoption in the product. And you see the collateral, the supply value, which are people putting in their frac stablecoin into this pool is just kind of up and to the right. It's been pretty much stagnating around like this $65 million mark for the past um, a while now, a while now for like a month. And then on the collateral value, you see people are just constantly dumping into it ever since the beginning of this month. Um, so you kind of like to see the graph going up into the right as far as possible. But yes, that is our Frax Land product. And on the next slide, you'll see some of the pairs comparison that I did. I sorted it by supply APY high to low. And the Geome and Frax is actually at the tippity top here with a nice uh, supply APY of 8%. And if you want to you know, help the DGENs out there to get even more long CRV, go ahead and drop some Frax into that pool right there, earning some Let 8%. Let DGENs be DGENs. <laughs> They, you know, yeah. they want to lever up, <laughs> empower them, DGENs. Empower, empower them. Uh, or if you want to go for that pristine S Frax ETH collateral at 6%, you can hop on over into that pair. Um, I may or may not be in that pair. May or may not be in that pair. Say that again. And as you can see, I am very happy with the Frax Lend product so far. I think it's going to keep on getting better and better as more because remember, these are just the pools that are made by the Frax team. The vision is still kind of to have this thing be really permissionless and have anybody come up with any pair uh, that they want, like term sheet like. So if you didn't get to catch that episode where we did with Drake Evans, um, please go and watch that episode where we kind of dive really deep into what Fraxland would look like and what Fraxland will be after. 
So please go check that out. Um, and to complete the DeFi Trinity stack, we have the final product, which is the Frax Swap. And as I always say, for the decks that nobody talks about, it's <laughs> bumping. It has 73 million TVL, up 7% from last week, processed over 200 million in monthly volume this month. That represents a 285% turnover utilization rate. So, I mean, I don't, this is the most efficient decks I've, I've seen, I feel. Um, I've, I've yet to see any decks out there that has the volume outstrip the TVL by this much. Have, have, have you guys like Sushi, Uni, and any of those guys? Um, well, I I think it's it's been it's been good because the fractures and FPI trading has been good. You know, we've seen yeah, yeah, hu yeah. huge price increases, and um, I'll be interested to see uh, what happens once we get more um, more pairs added, and also integration into stuff like Gamma Swap as well too. Uh, yeah, but it's that's, it's nice to see Frax Swaps starting to get uh, Gamma Swap. Yeah, get integrated into everything. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I, I just feel like this is just a deck that literally nobody's like, hey, I'm going to go to Frack Swap and do some swaps. Like, I've, <laughs> I've never heard anybody say that. It's, it's so, the FXS DCA machine. Yeah. It is the FXS DCA machine. You just put yeah. it in there and just don't think about it. A million um, but, dollars in depth at 2% each way. You can't beat it. Yeah. Each way. Each, each way. way. Yeah. You want to so, talk about just, size? That size right there. <laughs> Yeah. I wish there was this product where I could like just put Frax in like the stable coin into across all the lending pools and every say month or so pull out like, you know, 5% of that stack and just DCA into Frax swap automatically for me. So I don't have to just sit in Frax, the stable coin while I wait for the DCA machine. You know, I can be earning yield on that Frax while waiting for the DCA machine. That's interesting. I bet, That's I bet interesting could, condition. I bet somebody could could build a product where like think about think about Cameo. like abracadabra, right? So abracadabra uh -huh. is like you deposit your uh, LP tokens yeah. and you get back uh, like mem mem, and mem, then you can go yeah. leverage up, right? Yeah. Um, but what about like an alchemist style thing where you deposit like frac space pool, and uh, and then over time. <laughs> Uh, it swaps it into stake frax ETH, right? And so, like, eventually your collateral is, um, uh, you could probably even, I don't know, there's a bunch of ways to do it, but that would be really cool. I wish there was a TWAM for for going from frax to stake frax ETH, but I'm not there yet. Oh, dude, that's actually a great idea because people would love to DCA into ETH, right? Yeah. And it, it, yeah. it would be multi, like, conditional, both, like, mul multiple functions because then you have to, like, you know, swap your Frax for ETH and stake it for yeah. Frax ETH and stake your Frax ETH or S-Frax ETH. But yeah. that would be a good product. Just like all like all in one click, go from Frax to stake Frax ETH. Mm -hmm. Over X month or your your choice, you know? Yeah. I think the, um, I mean, there's probably more that can be done. I mean, like, I think the, um, one of the things that could be done in Frax swap is like, Swapping over the WEF pairs to Frax ETH pairs, that that would be interesting. Maybe that that's a governance proposal that needs to be done. Oh, like to convert the entire WEF into Frax ETH? Yeah. I think that'll come I eventually. 
I think that would require a lot of bribing for the the folks. Because I mean, because those people are already in in the Frax swap, right? So therefore, they trust the Frax product suite clearly. So maybe they wouldn't take that much to swap over. But that could be a very interesting. It's almost like vampire attacking with, <laughs> in a way, you know. Um, yeah, that's huh, out with thought. the weth, in with the frax ETH. <laughs> yeah, out with the weth, out with the weth, guys. And anyways, let's get into the meat and grits of it all. We're gonna look at our profitability, and we always start by seeing what we have in our AMOs. So this week we saw a you know nice cute little bump of sixty bips, but regardless, up only still. And the the biggest change came from the liquidity, which I think gained about uh, three mil, and the investor also gained about three mil. So that's kind of where we picked up our six mil from last week, um, which is again, like I said, not bad. I count it as up only, and the profitability is now in question. And remember, I said mostly up only in the beginning of this. So I warned you on the next uh, slide, you'll see that we are at a little bit of a, a, a negativity point uh, at minus 580K for the month of February damn. so far. But that's because we just paid for a bribe. We just paid for a bribe. So we didn't get to reap that, that benefit yet. Uh, I think we paid yesterday, I believe. Uh, yes, yes, that's right. So because of that, we're now having to, well, frankly, wait until we earn all of that bribes back. Hopefully we would get, um, I think we'll probably land somewhere around here, negative 500 K for the month of February as well. But again, this is, this is still great. This is still great. And this is not factoring in the revenue from FPI either, right? This is just the convex AMO revenue. Um, so that's, that's kind of where we, we shake at. Sorry to end in such a low note, but, uh, I needed nah. to keep us grounded still. This is the facts and we're paying this the price to see. Yeah. I mean, doing these things week after week, you really get a sense of the state of the market. Cause it's like one thing to see sentiment online on Twitter and whatnot, but it's another thing to see the numbers and to see that Valley of the frax space pool where it's, you know, 80%, 70% only of the three pool. And then all of a sudden just, you know catch a bed on the TVL and go up and now it's over that, um, yeah, you know, yeah. I think we definitely hit bottom unless like, you know, something else, God forbid happens, but you know, I think it's just, you know, we still crab, but we crab up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I, I want to see Frax, the stable coin ramp up a little bit too. Cause obviously Frax ETH has been getting all of the love and, and attention lately, but I feel like the Frax stable coin, uh, I kind of want to see that I, bumping up as well. I feel like the, that love will come either at the middle of the year or towards the end of the year. Like right now, LSDs are having their moment and they'll have their moment. And so Shanghai. Mm -hmm. And then after Shanghai, I think you're going to go to stable coins. And don't you find it ironic that, you know, there's a whole China coin narrative before Shanghai? Yeah. Like who wrote who oh. wrote that in the script? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite funny. And yeah. dude, talk about a blast from the past, right? I see like all these coins like Neo, Qtum. Um, Yo, people just, just want something to pump at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> like, yeah. literally, it's just like people always have money to, like, throw around if they really want to. And they're just, like, looking for 
some excitement and they're just throwing it at these China coins. And it's funny because, you know, Frax has a China community as well. Frax has had a China community like manager for since the beginning. Um, I believe his name's Kevin. Yeah, if I remember. Mm -hmm. And like, it, it's there. And I wonder like, I wonder how Frax can like take advantage of like, you know, that since that narrative's a thing now. Um, how do you get the attention of, of the East? I guess like De of DeFi Cheetah, I assume is from uh, that side of the world. Um, so it's definitely getting attention over yeah. there, but like, I wonder like what else that like, could be done? Probably well, like a Frax, a Frax meetup in uh, the East, which we're setting up. I think yes. Frax just needs to get integrated more and it needs to be like a means of payment in the exchanges. So if you look at like, like the big, the big exchanges have these like big OTC desks for, for China, right? So if you're going to mm -hmm. buy uh, Bitcoin or ETH or something like in China, you go through like OKX or OKX or Binance and they have these uh, PDP markets where you can like uh, send some yuan to some guy in China and then they'll deliver ETH to you, right? Um, but typically the um, like the payments on there are usually like either Tether or um, uh, uh, or like USDC or something, right? Mostly Tether. Um, it'd be nice to see Frax like start to be used as a payment system uh, within those venues. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, same. That'll um, probably be the biggest opportunity for spot activity for Frax is you know OTC trading. I mean, it has the means to provide that kind of liquidity. It's just a matter of like getting the attention of these market makers and OTC yeah. desk. And there's definitely, you know, an opportunity now with BUSD, you know, being removed from the table. Like that's a perfect mm -hmm. opportunity for Frax or, you know, maybe even like yeah. there'd be F Frax or maybe have FPI pairs on Binance one day. <laughs> yeah. We also need size institution demand, right? And, and mm -hmm. We need some of these big size to come in and say they want it. Yeah. And I and, think that's um, like a big thing around like, you know, Frax going up to 100% collateral ratio is, you know, you know, Sam has said we want to be the risk-free asset. We want to be the safest asset on chain. And like the mm -hmm. way to do that, you know, is to be at 100 collateralized ratio. I noticed, kid, on this episode, you did not say we want to see it down oh. at 82%. I think it's just <laughs> that that I, I wanted that is, to <laughs> that that era is over. I guess over. I guess Benito. it is. It's all good. I guess it is. I guess it is. Uh, it is all good because you know maybe you know FXS can still still catch a bid here. Um, maybe the the A in AMO is actually AI market operations. <laughs> uh, I mean AIMOs. AIMOs. Yeah, you just coined that. I don't see why not. I mean, actually, that would probably require extensive testing, though. Like, I'd like to see, like, AI used on, like, a small AMO and then, like, see... That would be cool. Like, have, like, AI-powered AMOs. But, like, you, you would still have to trust the AI. Like, what if the AI, like, works, you know, doesn't work in the AMO's interest? What if it becomes, like, you know, fuck, fuck this. Like, I'm going to just do my own thing. <laughs> yeah what if Monet okay. supply what if Monet supply comes and like it's the the back end keys for the api the ai api oh yeah yeah that's true <laughs> just, yeah. Monet supply just swoops in all right guys uh chris well, black that... chris black can be up in our mentions like <laughs> well the thing chris black isn't in our mentions because we're we say exactly like how everything's structured we, we aren't trying to hide anything so yeah but anyway it's the frax chat yeah. with the frax facts yeah. And exactly. DeFi Dave, would you like to sign us out, sir? 
Yes, I would. And if you'd like to keep up with everything Flywheel Prax and everything in between, please hit that bell button. Subscribe. Subscribe to our Substack Flywheel Output, where we look gives out tons of alpha. Gives out, give out, where we give out tons of alpha. Dole it out. We dole it out. Dole down the reg because we love you guys. And if you love us, please follow us on Twitter at Flywheel DeFi. Join our Telegram group at Flywheel DeFi. You can follow me on Twitter at DeFiDave22. Follow me at 0x capital underscore K. And I'm at traders underscore insight. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.